Welcome to the Fearless Living Now podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lustig, and this podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Living Now community. If you're committed to accessing the courage to live life full out and beyond fear, you are in the right place. Each episode will be focused on an aspect of what it takes to find the courage needed to take action toward the fulfillment of your goals. Welcome to this episode of the Fearless Living Now podcast. This is Patty Lustig, your host. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to a dear friend of mine. Her name is Valentina. We've known each other for about six years, probably. Yeah. We met in Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. And then she joined the book club that I run for a period of time. And as things go with serendipity, many years later, she ended up hiring my daughter to teach at the yoga studio that she was working at at the time. And so they've actually probably spent more time together than I have with her. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a small world. Anyway, Valentina is originally from Italy. She has lived over in Florida for around seven years. She's done many, many different jobs in her life. She taught English. She taught special ed. She's taught French and Italian, which means she must speak a number of languages. Mm -hmm. And she's currently a yoga teacher as well as working in the area of real estate. She has quite a varied life. And she has some very interesting things to share with us today. So, Valentina, we'd like to hear about some of those times in your life when you really had to dig deep, find some courage in order to be fearless. And, you know, what did you do to do that? And how did that look for you? Okay. Hello, everyone. So, as uh, Patty says, I'm, my name is Valentina. And, well, life is always challenging. Like every day, we have a different challenge. And especially when you decide to change your life from a comfort zone or a place that you know very, very well. So in 2015, we came over to Florida, my husband and I, and we're looking for new opportunities. Also for the kids, the economics in Italy was really stagnant and difficult. And probably we were like also kind of bored about the complaints Mm. and the situation which uh, didn't offer so much opportunity for young people and also for ourselves. And had you ever been here before? Yes, I came to Florida actually when I was 25. Ah. I work at Disney as an international Epcot. My first experience was when I was 25 And I didn't like Orlando that much. Uh, I felt that it was very humid and hot. And uh, we worked so much. The shift was so hot. But it was really good uh, experience to have uh, in connection with different uh, people from all over the world. But I I would have thought uh, I would never move to Florida because I don't like (laughs) Florida. And then when we came to this other side, Gulf, Gulf to Mexico, and for a vacation, and we saw, of course, the weather, the nature, and and also our perspective. So we decided that when the kids were pretty uh, grown up, so they had the Italian roots, so the language, uh-huh. the, the grandparents, 
we were ready to say, okay, we'll we'll try. We were at that in that time where my husband and I is uh, the same age, so we were forty seven, and we were like, we are energy enough to experience and try, and uh, we work and study for the project uh, to come here. And uh, we know the language uh, um, beforehand, so mm-hmm. we were prepared. And we also traveled around the United States. Uh, we went for okay. a vacation with the kids, uh, yes. California, New York. So yes, we we know we knew the United States beforehand. Okay, great. Yeah. So when we decided to move, it was like um, the for foreign people, immigration is pretty strict. If uh, you have like uh, money to invest, you can come with a project. And so we started, you know, considering the idea of a restaurant, considering the idea of um, starting new new activities. And then we end up uh, with the wine as my husband is also a sommelier. So we were like, well, we can like import wine from mm. Italy. And um, we connected uh, with some Italian guy and uh, we were able to work on the process to come here, which is a long process with immigration mm. documentations. Mm. Uh, we had like uh, the interview at the Italian co- American consulate. And on August 13, 2015, we were able to come and, and be here. We already found the house. So... We were very, very enthusiastic, you know, summer of the time and kids were like, you are in the United States, so enthusiasm, strength. And actually, immediately, immediately after a month, we had, we found like um, the guy who was, uh, you know, inviting us for the business was not one of the perfect guy. He was like, uh, plan everything. And Mm. he was like, uh, you know what? I don't need you anymore. The investment was nice. Uh, we don't get along. Uh, you don't have a you don't have a place to work with. Uh, so mm. we were like a very mm. yes. This was a terrible terrible. So it sounds like to come here was not that scary because you really felt like you were set up and you'd done your homework. You mm-hmm. created a vision and you went forward on it, but you had done your homework. Then mm-hmm. when you got here everything kind of fell apart. Yes. I bet that's when it got kind of scary. And what do we do next? Yes. And then, you know, Italy is different, uh, of course, uh, but we don't have that lawsuit so often. You try to interact with a person you're not getting along with. uh, Mm -hmm. And that's the very last thing here. We were like uh, just arrived, uh, talking with lawyers uh, and Mm -hmm. their language. uh, so it was really, really hard for me, for sure. But for my husband that had like a family to, you know, support. Yes. Uh, yes. And, uh, and then after all the investment. So it was really, really hard. But I was like more, I will give up and start a new thing. I don't want to go in something. I don't know the lawsuit, uh, pay more money. don't know where we're going to go. My yeah. husband was really, really consistent and strong uh, that he wanted he want to try and fight and so because we were in the right to you know yes everything because we didn't do anything wrong and it was like a change of uh, you know situation and uh, so it was he was he's a warrior he was ready to fight yeah, yeah. it was like more no let's not go to italy no for sure but start something new with our strength and i'll get me 
So anyway, to make it a long story short, the lawsuit started, no, lasted three years. Wow. Wow, three years. So we were like, you know, also our first, at the beginning here was like talking about what to do, how to manage the thing. So it was like, we were not like open to to the new world so much because we're like a really, really hard yes, thing yes. to face. And uh, but we we could appreciate anyway that we were here and it was a challenge for the entire family. And eventually, yes, he started to do something else. And I start to work as well in somewhere else in Tampa, um, languages, teaching languages and, um, mm. and both ended up in uh, working in the same company real estate so we were trained very very well about the market and that's what my husband is still doing so very mm. very mm-hmm. well we learned everything from scratch and it was really really good to yes to recreate himself and moving my my story is different because i felt that it was not my path i didn't like money financial and accounting uh, all this stuff were like yes, so yes. i felt like i was working on the computer and the energy was uh, bouncing towards me and i i, I didn't like it that mm. much that's, mm-hmm. that's when we met and when i was like i'm so what really matters to me i might say is in general in my life the connections that you can make and the support and uh, yes the relationship you can create with people and i'm really intuitive so i remember that i was really really stressed and when i came and i was coming to toastmaster was like a window for me like to listen something different different stories and i didn't know what you were doing but i felt like uh, you know let's have a coffee and talk because (laughs) i need a way out i'm like stressed so stressed and you told me that you could help and you were doing like some and then we, I, I couldn't like connect again on the computer. I didn't have that much free time to yes. follow a program with you. But I know that we, you could like, you gave me some good piece of advice, like observe and see what's around and notice what you can do and what you like most. And so I, the way to balance my life was to practice yoga. And I started practicing yoga to balance, to completely, you know, get to know me better and uh, uh, my needs, especially. And from that moment on, I I started that path, uh, taking teacher training, uh, and it was not a support activity anymore, but it was like a passion, something that I could mm. like, really mm. enrich myself and feel that people needed yoga needed like uh, this uh, relationship and i could like uh, be very very natural in what i was doing not feeling uh, overwhelmed uh, and it was really a pleasure for the first time the first Mm. job uh, Mm. that i like to be in and yeah 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 so a couple of things that i can hear is that when you're at that crossroads knowing that you didn't want to do what you were doing that you weren't nurtured by what you were doing you weren't sure what you wanted to do, but you reached out, you put yourself out into community, mm-hmm, which right. is often one of the most important things to do is to get out of your own isolation and put yourself out into community. And then right. you met some of us and we said some things that helped you think differently. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And what I can hear then is you really started following your heart. Yes. And trusting. Right. That if you followed your heart, things would continue to work out in your life. Yes. But you would be a lot happier. And that brought you to yoga. Yeah. And it's like the sensation. I, I think I remember when I was very young to feel the vital force in me, like uh, I feel happy. And also, you know, the feelings are very clear. And then through time, you, you know, learn from experience and you modify yourself a little bit. And you say, okay, this time I'm going to do this way. And because it's more convenient and then I'm not going to be hurt. And then you create. And then it's, I think it's like a evolution of when you have like more responsibility, the kids. So you have yes. many, many things. But eventually I hear now I felt like I want to unbecome something. I want to, you know, take one layer off and another one and another one. I can I want to say no to my kids if they ask too much. Mm. I want to create. I I learned for the first time in English the the, the you know the the name or the the noun uh, boundaries. Uh, I was mm. like I don't have in Italy. I don't have any boundary. Also because in Italy, if anyone is come to you, you are like uh, giving solution and helping and supporting. Mm. And here, I also was doing the same as well, but I need support myself. So it was like, I have to step out for myself and say, hello, what can I do? What can I enjoy here? Oh, which are the opportunities for me like to be as I am? Yes. And it's really hard for me to switch and say to my husband, I'm not going to work and have a salary and I'm going to jump in something I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it took like, you know, I was like, in uh, you know Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita that was asking you know what I'm gonna do which direction do I fight or do I don't what I'm gonna yes, do yes and so I was like I have to try I mean I I'm gonna start so one step at a time I'm gonna see study and teach in one place and then teach in one more place and the more you do and the more you feel like alive uh, doors open. Yeah. You know? yes. And once when there was like a studio, they were moving, I asked if they needed help because I wanted to be part of that uh, studio. And I ended up like, uh, you know, washing and cleaning uh, the the glasses and the windows yes. because yes. I needed that. And I was like, it's okay if I'm supposed to do this. And some, some people thought that I was the cleaning lady and I was like, well, I'm the yoga instructor, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> sub in here. Yeah. So, but I was proud of that because I say that's create space and vision for me. So, and then I ended up to have many class in the studio and from the studio, mm. I was curious to go to another studio. And then I met Matilda that she was like, I don't teach anymore. Would you like to teach? So, and then everything, I had like a full schedule, like in a year, mm. I like 15 classes per week. And I felt like so nourished. I could like give more support mm. to my husband that was dealing with the lawsuit more support to the kids. They were like, you know, having their, mm. and I felt like, yes. But now, right now that I build this and I'm, I'm aware of what I am, I'm kind of also doing the opposite, not to place a lot of stuff in my plate, but now say, okay, now I have like, maybe this I don't need anymore. And it's really hard for me. Maybe this connection is not going very well with me right now. So I'm like, uh, creating more space uh, from, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so like the, the gesture is like, you know, one, I think at a time and getting to the core to become as simpler as I can I am. 
yes. more lucid and transparent to to get into the core of myself. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Well, several things you said I just love. This notion of unbecoming. I've never right. heard that word before, but it yes, so and, describes. Yes, often. and there is a, I will I will send you a sentence that I found, uh, which is. Uh, Yes, maybe I don't have the time right now, or if you give me the time, it's like, uh, you know, there is no need to add. And maybe, you know, also when you say, I want to do more, I want to do better, I should like read more, I should go there. Maybe sometimes it's not like that. It's like the opposite. Like, uh, no, maybe you don't already, and there is too much already. So just clear the space. I will send it to you because it's amazing. I always say, if you have a should in the sentence, then really question that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But this notion of unbecoming, I think, is fabulous. When you're in certain transitions in your life, what do you want to unbecome and who do you want to become, which is what I heard you doing. Right. And part of that often has to do with setting boundaries, and especially as women, we tend to have a hard time setting boundaries. Right. Yes. And I just love it that you just started like saying no to your kids, which is yeah. also a hard thing. But it's, it's a hard thing because, yeah. and maybe sometimes it's like you want to be present and it's you want to be available. And sometimes you take over their problems uh, and yes. they become yours. Yes. Emotionally, it's normal, you know, because you start thinking about something that, but then if you say they can handle, they can manage. And yes, maybe yes. I also talk a lot. So I try to process when talking because uh, I like to yeah. clear up my mind. And so now I'm saying, I'm just listening if they're asking for help. So just uh, be quiet. So uh, I'm like meditating and say, I know that I have like thousands of questions or suggestions, but I'm like, uh, Step back and yeah. listen yeah. and let them uh, elaborate, process, uh, and then they maybe look at you and say, right? <laughs> like, and you can just say, oh, yes, that's it. Yeah. It's interesting because that's been a bit of a theme coming up in some of my coaching groups this month mm-hmm. is people talking about stepping back and doing less. Or, and especially doing like one thing at a time and getting it complete and how good that feels. And then it sort of opens the space for getting the next thing done or seeing what the next thing is. But the notion of also taking one step at a time and mm-hmm. seeing what there is to do and then just stepping into it, like the courage to go to your husband and there might be women out there listening who are like, well, I know I want to change something, but I'm afraid my husband won't support me or will say no or et cetera. So it takes a lot of courage to go to different people in your life and say, hey, I'm changing and this right. is what I need. Uh, so I really applaud you for that. Yeah. And yeah. so, yes, it's like this a process and unprocess and maybe make like life simpler. Yes. Um, somehow we want in, you know, our mentality is uh, to do and be efficient and improve uh, the skills. For me, it could be like uh, the language, the way I express myself and do this and that. And so it's like a never ending list of, uh, you know, things you should. And, uh, and the mm-hmm. criticism that comes from that, or oh, I didn't get that because, 
So sometimes it's, it's not about this. It's like uh, be more patient with what in the process of things that you know, we don't we don't yeah. know yeah. and we, we cannot yeah. control. So another, yes, if I can think about another challenging thing is that to be here and knowing that my parents are not, you know, young and healthy, 100%. Yes, yes. But at the same time, it's like, you know, feeling guilt and say, I should go back to Italy. I should. And then what if, what if? So and sometimes I say, I'm going to know the right moment when I really feel that I, I have to go and I've already done it. And then just be a little more compassionate with yourself. Yes. I already, you know. Yeah, it's per Again, it's that trusting. Trust trust that I'll know what's the right time to go. Yeah. And also because you can read the reality, you're you're able to see, okay, I have like some some, this kind of information and uh, I know what to do. And sometimes we don't do that. We are just overthinking What's best? Uh, when? Uh, what is going to say? What are they going to think? And all. Right. And it's like right. overwhelming. Whereas if you just listen and be uncomfortable also with the feelings that uh, you you have, then they're going to be like, uh, you're going to know. Yeah. Trusting. Yeah. Yeah. You know that what's the next step to do. Yes. And what's nice too, as we age, is it actually becomes easier and easier to set boundaries, to trust, to move and do the things that feel right to you rather than what you think you should do. Right. It's one of the the great things about aging. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And I just want to remind everyone we have uh, the Fearless Living Now retreat is coming up the end of May. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, you can go to fearlesslivingnowretreat.com Wonderful. And we have many other resources for you at fearlesslivingnow.com So take a look and thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good day for now, my friends. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit fearlesslivingnow.com Join the Fearless Living Now Facebook group and subscribe to the weekly podcast. This will give you more encouragement and inspiration. Feel free to reach out to me at patty at fearlesslivingnow.com or 612-363-7605 if you need anything.